0: Hello and welcome. I have been sitting here contemplating all the different healing journeys and all the, it's one journey, but all the different healing avenues that have been showing up for me in the last three months. And one of them is actually breath. And it's been consistently showing up and at first that showed up as the awareness of breath work as a modality I had never heard of breath work before I didn't really understand it I'd never had been uh, in a breath work session I wasn't clear on how breath can transform or move energy. I had no understanding of that I just it sounded good when I heard it. And um, I actually came back to Bali to work on a breathwork event. Um, And the idea was to participate in training the body to tap into the inner kind of pharmacy (laughs) within the body through breath. That felt, at that time, that felt way over my head. Because I was like, I don't even know how to tap into my pharmacy without breath maybe that's the key to tapping into the pharmacy, I don't know I was like well we'll see and I just left it at that well then when I got back to the island and I started to just immerse myself within the community and it wasn't like I was going to events or doing anything like that it was truly just I would walk and have lunch (laughs) I would sit down at a table and I would overhear a conversation and we all know that when we overhear conversations or um, we hear certain things in passing, that is definitely meant for our ears to hear. And I'm not saying like drop in and and you know eavesdrop, I'm not saying that. It's when something catches your attention from a complete stranger in a complete separate conversation where you are not paying attention and then suddenly you have heard something. That is usually a message sent through this stranger to you. I think that's called a cliton or something. Anyway, I started to go out into the community, a.k.a. go to lunch or whatever, go work in public, and have all these messages start to drop in like that. And they were around breath. Last Monday I was at Sayuri down the street here, and I was working on... Um, I was just working on my website and I happened to look up and lock eyes with this guy across the way at the event room saging the room and I said wow I could really use some sage I think I'm going to walk over there and ask for it so I did walked over asked for the sage and he said are you coming to breathe and I was like huh yeah yeah I'm coming to breathe so I ended up taking a breathwork class that night and it was quite impactful And I'll come back to that in a little bit. But my point of this is saying that wherever you are is wherever you should be. And what shows up for you is. And in this particular journey, uh, in this particular trip, I have been really hearing again and again to focus on my breath. The interesting part about that for me is that I just learned how to breathe for the first time in my life probably four weeks ago, about a month ago. A friend of mine was here from Italy. She said, hey, I really want to go to one of the temples. Would you be interested in going to one of the temples with me? Specifically, Tirtan Pool, which is a purification temple. It's a water temple. You walk in, there are, I think, 10 or 12 fountains, and you go from fountain to fountain to fountain, and you purify by sticking your head under the water and allowing the water to wash over you. Each fountain has its own particular area of focus. So she asks, would you be interested in going? I said, yeah, let me call my friend Naomi will we'll, we'll uh, get it coordinated and go. And the thing about temple, specifically Tirta and Pool, is that when you show up, you don't necessarily know what is going to show up for you. You can have high intention of what you'd like, to have cleared, purified cleansed, but you also need to constantly remain open that something else in or out of your awareness may take priority over what your intention may have been, so knowing that, I went in with clear intention of whatever it is that needs to happen, whatever it is that needs to clear, whatever needs to show up for me today to come in of, into my awareness. Or taken out of my system, I allow I please allow for that, right? So I get to temple and I go into the water and I walk up to the first um, the first fountain, and my body immediately tightens. and the reason my body tightens is because there's a fear of water in the face for me. And this goes back into another lifetime this is not from this lifetime in a previous lifetime somebody held my head underwater and drowned me and I couldn't breathe and therefore any time water comes near my face even in this lifetime I tend to go (gasps) and breathe in really deeply and like kind of like (gasps) like it's my last breath right I gasp for air when that happens, when water gets close to me. When I would go into the lakes or the ocean as a child, I grew up swimming. I grew up in pools. I grew up in lakes. I grew up swimming all the time. I loved it. I loved being in the water. I loved being in the water as a child. And I love being near the ocean. The ocean brings me great <clears throat> inner peace. It, it um, calms my mind. It calms my, my cells. As you know, that's a study with Blue Mind. So as I walk up to that first fountain, I hear breathe and I'm like, oh, okay. But I knew my body was constricted. I knew my my face was full on looking at this water thinking, you're going to stick your head into this water and you're going to be asked to breathe with this water. And what's interesting is that I had a transference healing, which I'll talk to you on another podcast about, where I actually had surgery on my lungs to make them what I call salamander lungs, where I could breathe in and out of water. I'll come back to that in another podcast. So anyway, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I go stick my face in this water, and I hear breathe. And of course, my response was even more exaggerated because the fear was real strong and it was coming up into my throat chakra and I was like, (gasps) and I just stuck my head in that water and I stuck my face down, looking at the water below me and the water above me. And I was just hearing, breathe, you're safe, breathe, you're safe, you're safe, breathe. And I was trying my best to continue to like not hold my breath and breathe. And each fountain, After that, I did the same thing, and I heard, breathe, you're safe, breathe, you're safe, breathe, it's safe to breathe, breathe deep. And what I realized was that as I went from fountain to fountain, not only was this fear releasing, this fear was getting out of my body, because I needed this fear to get out of my body. What I didn't know at the time was that I was never fully breathing. I was never fully taking in a breath. And what I mean by that is my throat in my body would physically constrict or my tongue would go to the roof of my mouth on any full... I didn't do a full mouth inhale. You know, open your mouth right now. Open your mouth. And breathe in. Right? Your full mouth open and you do a full inhale. That, for me, has always been guarded. I have never actually... And if I did, it was unconsciously. Open my mouth fully to take a full inhale of air. In some capacity, it was guarded or restricted always. And when I came out of temple that day, I realized I had a fuller capacity to breathe. I had a fuller breath in. I noticed that my mouth and my throat had relaxed the muscles in my tongue had dropped, you know, like dropped down, so they weren't at the roof of my mouth. I had learned and I had moved through whatever fear was sitting in my body this lifetime or another. That fear was real and it was showing up in all the time and it was very confusing to have this show up because I was like, what? what's happening? I like swimming. What's going on? What's the contrast here? I was in Mexico years and years and years ago and I was snorkeling in Shellha. It was my first time snorkeling. I was probably 21, maybe 22. And I'd gone down to Shellha and my friends were like, hey, do you want to go snorkeling? And I'm like, sure. Let's try it. Well, it was a 45-minute snorkel tour of the coral reefs and it was stunning. It was really beautiful. However, I was... Exhausted and out of breath, and I was realizing that every time my face, the mask on my face and the tube in my mouth, every time my face went into the water, I went (gasps) and I was starting to have a semi hyperventilation, not in a really extreme way because it would have been obvious, but a very subtle panic. Every time my face went in the water, well, you can imagine after 45 minutes of sticking my face in the water and after 45 minutes of doing that inhale, that panic inhale, yeah, I was exhausted. No wonder I was so tired. Everyone else is all calm and nilling around in the water and they're like, isn't this great? And I was like, yeah, freaking great. Neat. Yeah, that. So... I the problem has been with me for a very long time or the the issue has been in the tissue for a very long time but I couldn't I couldn't figure it out I couldn't put my finger on it so when I went into temple it was shown to me what was most important to heal it was shown to me what needed to come up and come out of my physical body in order to make space in order to breathe so this the recency of this modality and the, the recency of this theme breath has shown up again and again and again. And what I learned since I've been here was a, what it is breath work is a healing modality and how powerful it can be to move energy through the body, to move stuck, uh, stuck energy, stuck emotion. It can just open you up. It can open up your system physically can open up the, the mind, And it really is a powerfully charged modality for release. My intention coming back here this trip was really around releasing. Releasing, releasing, releasing any grief, residual grief. um, And by residual, I mean like all of it. (laughs) I want all of it to go now. And breath kept showing up. So breathwork as a modality is a very powerful way to A, do a daily practice every morning just to open up the body, open up the mind, open up the channels to receive. For me, I am a very receptive uh, channeler. I hear and I see. I hear messages and I see messages. I see visuals. So for me, when I open up those channels through breath, even as just a morning practice, I become so much more acutely aware of uh, the subtleties of hearing and seeing and being guided. So breath work in the morning, easily open that up. You don't have to be a channeler. You don't have to be anything. You just have to, you have lungs, yes, yes. You are a human, yes, yes. And you breathe, yes. So breath work in the morning, just breathing in, breathing out and going like that for two to three minutes, maybe even five, will absolutely open up your entire system in a way that will be transformative that's that breath work as a modality. Then next breath kept showing up for me as, as an actual healing, how to breathe and the awareness of the fact that I wasn't fully breathing. I invite you as the listener to take stock in your own breath. Is it shallow? Is it deep? Is it guarded? Is it, is it short? Is there a short breath? It can definitely help. We, are, we live in a very stressed society. I don't care how you slice it. We live in a very stressed society. Whether you're environmentally stressed because of the noise, the chaos, whatever, or even just an ill-balanced relationship, whether it be personal or professional, there's high stress. Breath will take you out of that high stress and tap into the nervous system in a way to calm you back down sympathetic I think I should look that up anyway so breath in the morning breath as a weekly practice whatever you flow just start thinking about your breath be mindful of how your breath currently is be mindful of how your breath responds because the thing about the monks is that the first thing that they learn is how to control the breath if you control the breath you control everything else so breath has become an incredible thing for me here and just an incredible awareness. And what what I really wasn't even in the awareness of was how deeply impacted my breath had been and how shallow my day-to-day breathing was and how guarded my breath on the intake was and how how important it was to learn how to open those things up and breathe deeper. Because the minute I could do that, the minute the stress relieved, the minute this blocked energy, stuck energy, blocked, you know, stuck emotion that started to move out of my body. That was incredible. So today, I'm here to tell you if you are not in the awareness of breathwork as a modality, I invite you to start doing some research. Look up um, facilitators near you. Go participate in a breathwork session. One thing that I will caution you of is that if you end up doing breathwork sessions, it's highly recommended that you start with a facilitator who can hold the space for you and actually be there for you because you actually, when you get into the rhythm of the breath, you, you are going to be bringing up things that have been housed in your body for a while, right? Uh, emotions and such. And as you bring those things up, you are going to release them and get them out of your body, whether it's through crying or yelling or just singing or whatever the expression is. You could even stomp your feet. Who knows? The expression will show up for you and you'll know what to do instinctively and you'll do it. But the integration period after that is really where the facilitators are going to help guide you. They're going to help guide you through it by, you know, coaching you on, truly coaching you through it by saying they're going to help you breathe. They're going to say, okay, breathe deeper, Keep breathing, breathe steady. If you hold your breath, they're going to be like, breathe in. And then um, afterwards, if you are really moving through some thick energy or some thick emotion, you will feel a hand. Should you say yes to the hand on, on the shoulder? Or I had actually somebody adjust my feet. There was some stuck energy, and they could see the stuck energy in my organs, so they went down to my feet, and they pushed on the the pulse point for the feet I don't even know if it's called the pulse point but they pushed on my feet to get that energy moving it was very helpful so I highly recommend that you look into do your research into looking into um, facilitators and you also look into breathwork classes but you don't have to even start there you can just start with breathing in two minutes a day just being mindful of your breath breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out you can also hold the left nostril Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out through the right nostril. And then breathe in, you know, close the other nostril. Breathe in through your nostril. Breathe out through your mouth. Breathe in through your nostril. Breathe out through your mouth. Shifting, going from one nostril to the next nostril will actually shift in the brain as well and calm you back down. So you can do breath in a minute. You can do breath in 30 seconds. You can do breath for five minutes. You can do breath for an hour. Just go research and find out what works for you, but understand that breath is the key to, I don't want to say control, but is the key to being able to root in and ground into your emotions. And it's the way to help release, and it's also the way to help um, calm you in a triggering situation. So good luck. Let me know what you think about the breath. Let me know... um, what you've experienced with breath. I definitely would like to hear if any of you have seen visuals, uh, heard messages, whatever. That's always interesting to me, to see how somebody who maybe previously wasn't as activated may become quite activated during breath. Send me a message. Let me know. I hope this has been healing for you. All right. See you soon. thank you for listening to another episode of between the photos a quick insightful look at the real work that happens between the photos on my instagram feed it is truly my digital diary and my expression of the things that i am moving through thinking about contemplating considering learning from experiencing and these subjects these matters of the heart are things that may impact other people in this world so I created this podcast as a way of talk therapy to work them out with myself out loud and in essence helping others work it out within themselves thank you for listening if you're called to share this with someone please do because you never know how these words these transmissions will impact another human have a great day and I love you thanks for listening